A picture tells a story. It's often been said that a picture can say a thousand words. And if we look close enough, we'll see God in it, and that picture will tell us more than we could have hoped for or imagined. It's a beautiful tapestry of the way that He works in our lives with kindness, goodness, faithfulness, redemption, and ultimately, His love for us. Grab your coffee, or in my case, sweet tea, and let's walk through this journey together. Welcome back to the Word Pictures with Meredith podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today, and I'm so looking forward to this conversation Today, I have with us Laura. Laura, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. It's nice to be here. Yeah, so I'm so excited that you're here. I just feel like God put this together, and we'll share a little bit more about that as we go. But I know that um, the conversation is going to be something that's going to encourage so many people. So, Laura, tell us a little bit about yourself. <clears throat> Hi, my name is Laura, and I uh, live here in Muhammad, Illinois. Um, I have a small furniture restoration business. Um, I have two kids. They're both grown. One is 25 and one is 23. A boy and a girl. I am also a dog mom. I have a couple really cute fuzzy shelties. Yeah. Yeah. So the furniture business, tell us a little bit more about what that looks like and, um, how that passion of yours kind of got sparked because I can say that you have done multiple pieces of furniture for me and I am madly in love with them. <laughs> I was trying to remember what are we at now, like six? Oh uh, yeah, there's multiple. <laughs> I lost count. <laughs> um, I kind of fell into it. Um, okay. We were, my husband at the time and I were building barn doors and um, farmhouse tables together. Okay. And I had an antique booth and I wanted, in the antique booth, I needed to fill it with more things. So I kind okay. of fell into painting and refinishing furniture at that point. And it's okay. just, and that was in 2015. And it's kind of just progressed at this point and it's turned into a real passion. I really love bringing back these old pieces and giving them new life again. Yeah, yeah. So is that something that you've always just had an eye for? Or is it something that you kind of dabbled in a little bit because you wanted to fill this antique booth and then you're like, hey, wait a minute, I actually really kind of like this. Yeah, I think I was, I had, I've ne- I had not really ever done um, furniture before that. Okay. I had done a lot of painting. Um, my aunt has a painting business and my mom. Oh, um, okay. So I learned how to paint walls and things and I've always been crafty, not really crafty, but more, um, I've always liked design, interior uh-huh. design. Yes. And so that, I guess I have a good eye for it. Oh, yeah. Decent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I I just really found that I really liked putting these pieces together. I mean, every little detail I want to get just right. If it's just the, you know, the, the paper in the drawers to the right yes. color to the, you know, to the knobs and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's so fun. So clearly that is the gifting that God gave you. Clearly. So um, speaking of God, I know that your faith is very important to you, and it's definitely taken you through some difficult times that you've had to endure. Um, tell us a little bit about your faith. Was that something that was part of your younger life or something that grew and you discovered Jesus as you became an adult? Yeah, I think um, as a child, we went to church every single Sunday in our mm. small town. Um, and I always, you know, I had Sunday school before that mm-hmm. and, you know, youth group. And I had been to, I went to a couple church camps when I was in middle school that were really, uh, that was made a big impression on me. And when I was saved, and mm-hmm. I think I was in seventh or eighth grade. Okay. Um. So my faith has always been strong. It's kind of, you know, it has come and gone as I've gone through different periods of my life. Yeah. Um, now where I'm at, it's definitely a lot stronger than it's been for many years. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So you said that you, uh, were saved back seventh grade. Yeah. I think it was seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. Do you remember what that was like? Um, what, what was that turning point in your life where you surrendered your life to Jesus? Do you remember? I don't specifically know, but I do remember that. I mean, it made a huge impression. I remember calling my mom right Aww. after and she I was in tears and she was in tears yeah. and you just the feeling that overcomes you you feel yeah it's just amazing to feel yeah. like that you know and yeah. to know that you're saved and that you know yeah that yeah. the spirit is there with you yes and, and yes that, that's definitely overwhelming but a good it's a good overwhelming yeah it's a good overwhelming yeah yeah so, um, so you just grew up knowing that Jesus was a part of your life. Do you remember anything from those earlier years, even into maybe high school, um, how that affected you, how that changed maybe some of the choices that you would make or how you would walk through any of the processes or anything? I mean, I just knowing that that Jesus was a part of my life. I tried to make better choices. Oh, yeah. As a teenager, I'm not going to lie. I was probably a little bit of a wild child. And maybe God was protecting me at that time just because of that. But um, I always knew that, you know, and it tried to, it it, it had me try to make better choices than I would have not, you know, than I would have made had I not have God be part of my life. Yeah. Um, in high school I went to church and, um, youth group with a friend of mine and that Mm. was like, because we had moved and so we weren't part of a big, you know, part of a church during that point in my life. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of, during college, I, you know, I was kind of out, I didn't go to church as much. Yeah. Yeah. But then when I got married and we had kids, you know, that's when I got back into church again. Oh, okay. So kind of not between as as much between my, you know, 19 and Mm -hmm. 22, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah. I I found that something was missing, something was lacking and it was important Mm -hmm. for me to have my kids be in church the way that I did because they needed to know God as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think, you know, don't give yourself a hard time on that one because that we all have those ebbs and flows in our faith journey. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, just because we turn our we turn away from Jesus doesn't mean that he's turned away from us. Right, right. And, you know, I'm just thankful for his kindness in that. So, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So your kiddos and you just wanted to encourage them in growing into their faith. Yes. So you had said that um, 
you wanted to just promote faith in their life. So what did that look like for you? So you found a local church and were attending and, and just growing in your faith that way? Yeah. Yeah. We went to church here in Muhammad. Uh-huh. Um, we tried to do, as, as they got older, they yeah. went to a different church in Monticello. We were very involved. They were very involved in their youth group program, especially during junior high. And as mm. high school went on, they weren't as much. Yeah. But during yeah. junior high, so it was just important for them to know, like yeah. I knew, and for them to be saved as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you were talking about um, just how important your faith journey is now, just from some of the things that you've had to walk through. Do you want to maybe share just a little bit about what that looks like now and maybe some of the things that kind of led to you growing deeper into your faith? Yeah, I would say that um, my journey now is definitely a lot more than it's been in, in the past, I would say, 20 years. Mm-hmm. I, it, it had really, I always knew God was there, but mm-hmm. I wasn't as faithful as I should have been um, to God. And I got away from the church a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I especially noticed that um, probably between like 2000 and 2010, mm-hmm. I got back into going church to church at that point. And that's when the kids and I, you know, they got more involved in another church and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Recently, I have gone through um, a separation and a divorce and mm. was so unsure mm. of where my life was going to go. Yeah. That I mean, I I turned to prayer because I didn't know where else to turn. Yeah. So yeah. That I mean, I turned to God because what what should I do at this point? Because I I wasn't working full time, or you know, I was only working on my furniture, and I was married, and he was the breadwinner. Yeah, yeah. So I had to become my own breadwinner at this point and figure out where my life was going to go. So yeah, I turned to God. What yeah. what what should I do? Can yeah. you guide me and help me in, in where I need to go? Because I had, I had no idea. Yeah. And that's so scary when those life altering things happen and you are on one path that you think is going to be a long-term path. And then all of a sudden it's not there. And not only does that change things, you know, for you personally, but just with all of the different things finances, home, all of those things are just up in, in arms and it's, it can be a really scary place. And so leaning on God, I mean, I'm sure that that gave you an incredible amount of peace and how did he guide you through, through that process? As far as that, I mean, I kept, I would ask God, I would pray, um, what, where should I go? What am I supposed to do? Do I go try to get a full-time job, re-enter the workforce? Do I try to just keep working on my furniture and keep being a creative, working Mm -hmm. on my, you know, my creative outlets? Yeah. Is that where my life, is that where my career is going to take me? Mm -hmm. And, um, I kept working on furniture and I kept, fixing up furniture and it just kept coming. And mm. I'd ask God, what, is this what you want me to do? Am I supposed to be, is this my, is this my outlet? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And the furniture would just keep coming and I would get another mm. job, you know, or I would get another custom job or I, and you know, another piece of furniture would just end up in front of me. Yeah. And it was, it just kept yeah. happening. And it was like, well, okay, well you're, you're letting me know that this is where I am. I mean, I obviously yeah. God knows that I'm a creative and I don't sit still very easily. And <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. um, 
this is where I'm at right now. And it yeah. feels like a good, you know, a good place to be. And I don't know what the future is going to bring, but I'm not afraid anymore. Yeah. Like I was so, you know, as I was going through my divorce, I was so afraid of what was going, mm. what was going to happen to me, but I'm not, I'm not worried like I was because yeah. I know that God has me and he has a plan. Yeah. I don't know his plan, but yeah. he, it will all unfold. Yeah. So I just have to be patient mm-hmm. and watch it happen. Yeah. Happen. And it's so neat how when, when God is at work, um, we don't have to force it. Like you didn't have to, I mean, obviously you're doing the physical work of re, uh, purposing this furniture, Mm -hmm. but you didn't have to scramble and just work your tail off trying to find the next piece or whatnot. It's like he opens those doors for you. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing when you just know God's hand is in it, how it just kind of flows that way. It's almost like an, it's almost like an effortless type thing, even though you're still doing the work, Mm -hmm. it, it's just not that like hard push to like make it happen. He's the one that's making it happen. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's just happening. It's just unfolding and it's just there for me to do. Yeah. You know, it just keeps presenting itself and it kept presenting himself. So I just followed his lead because that was the lead I knew to follow at that point because I didn't, I didn't know anything else. I didn't know any, I mean, when I left my home, um, we had to sell the house Mm. and I had to live in my parents' basement for the summer. And I literally had no idea at all where I was going to Mm. live. Was that going to be a full-time thing or, you know, a long-term thing? I think we kind of planned on me staying there for a while. And then, um, I mean, just things kept happening that were supposed to happen. Like the home I'm in. Yeah. It it just presented itself and, you know, had the garage and it had everything that the um, empty nester now. So it had everything that my dogs and I needed. And it's just, and it gave me an opportunity, you know, for something to work on, a creative outlet. And so, you know, it's just like everything just kind of keeps unfolding as it's supposed to. It just, yeah, 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 that's, that's really that's really cool because it's like you, you know, I'm, I'm sure that when you were in your parents' basement and you're, you know, essentially you're feeling like your life has just fallen apart. Absolutely. And you're just crying out to him and you're just saying, Lord, I don't even know what the next step is. I had no idea. And that I can imagine would be a very scary time, but in the same token, how beautiful Cause that's what he calls us to do is to surrender, you know? And so you were at that moment where you were surrendering all of these things and he comforted you and he had a plan and it was just really neat the way that it mm-hmm. unfolded. And now here, now here you are. And I'm not saying it's just all tied up with a bow and it's, you know, this happily ever after because everything is just a work in progress, mm-hmm. but now you can look back even on the last number of months and just say, Lord, you did this. You know, yes. he answered your prayer and that's, that's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. And I feel really blessed that that all of that was, that happened to me. Like, yeah. did I even deserve all of these things mm. to happen? And I, I did, you know, yeah. I love God and he knows that I do and yeah. am faithful, even though I have fallen away at some points. We all, we all do. <laughs> but... Yeah, it just I my faith is in him that this mm. this is going to do what it's supposed to do. And yeah. maybe this is just for, 
the next year. Maybe this isn't what it is. You know, it isn't what is forever, but I just know that I have to just follow his lead. Yeah. Because, you know, I didn't follow his lead previously and I ended up in places that were bad, not like uh, physical places, but, you know, emotional places that weren't where I was supposed to be. Right. So I just have to... Yeah. yeah. Just keep your eyes on him. Mm-hmm. Really. And trust. Yeah. Yeah. So are there any, any stories that just really, uh, stand out to you as far as his provision and you mentioned, you know, the house and the furniture and different things. Are there any stories that you can just kind of pinpoint that you're like, okay, Lord, I saw you in that. Yeah, definitely. And I think this is a conversation between you and I. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have felt from the beginning very compelled to share my story and what happened. Mm -hmm. Not as for not as far as for somebody to take pity on me or anything like that, because I've been through it. But to share that even though you go through this really dark time, Mm -hmm. there's better times ahead. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And so I had been feeling compelled, sorry, Mm -hmm. to share on my Instagram page. Yeah. And um, the day that I was getting ready, thinking I had the video prepared and I was so anxious, so, you know, Mm. reserved about putting my life and the heartache out there. Yeah. But then... You know, that same day you messaged me and asked me to talk on your podcast. And I was like, well, that's it. God just told me. Yeah. Go. He's like, he pushed me that time. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was so, I just wasn't, you know, I just wasn't personally comfortable with it all. But I felt like I I have to share. And Mm -hmm. I did. And um, just the outpouring of love and people who want to tell their story too is amazing mm, yeah, you know yeah and you know it's it's a truly humbling experience to be able to comfort somebody else yeah who is either you know going through something brand new or go- gone through something a year ago and they still and it doesn't just go away right you know right. so it, it, it's been humbling to say the least to yeah. be able to to speak with people and you know assure them that you're going to get through it. Yeah. Just got to keep moving forward. Yeah. 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 And that, that was for me personally, um, I've shared before on the podcast how I don't have an agenda. I don't have a schedule. I don't have a list of people that I'm just checking off this, that say, Oh, I, I want to talk to that person or that person. I always just pray and just keep my hands open and just say, Lord, who's next? Who are you leading me to? And that, you know, message from you that morning when you were like, Oh my word, like (laughs) I am literally just about ready to share some of my story. And for me, that's just another confirmation that God used to say that, you know, even I was on the right track and I love the way that he connects the dots. I love the way that Mm -hmm. he puts paths together for his purpose. And it sounds like just you sharing on your Instagram, how many people that you are able to encourage and hopefully point towards him by just sharing snippets of your story mm-hmm. and, and how much that can be an encouragement right. for them. Right. So, yeah. yeah, it's so cool. Cause it's like, 
hopefully I encouraged you and then you, you encouraged did. me. Yes, you know? I know. It and it's like... just this, yeah, it's, it's just amazing. It's yeah. just amazing the way that he, he does these things and the way he brings people together. Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes when you're being resistant, he just goes ahead and gives you that nudge and, know. you know, <laughs> okay, okay, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm kind it's of... Like, your your um, father, really. Yeah. I, I'm kind of the hard-headed type where it's like he has to be like, Meredith... <laughs> Meredith, neon sign, Meredith, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay, I, I, I absolutely am too. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, I'm doing it. Oh, gosh. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. So what does your, um, what does your relationship with Jesus look like now? Um, is there a special time that you like to just spend with him? And what does that look like for you? Because I know for me, I love being out in nature and mm-hmm. I just feel like he speaks to me so clearly when I'm in his creation and he speaks to everyone in unique ways because mm-hmm. we're all created differently. Um, what does that look like for you? I, you know, I would say in nature as well. Um, but also often quiet times in the morning with my coffee. It's just, mm. um, I try to be better about, you know, doing a morning devotional And I'm not always great. And I do have ADHD, so my mind is like a ping pong ball. (laughs) The walls sometimes, I'm making excuses. That's not good. Um, No, I understand. But for sure, you know, out in nature, definitely in nature. um, Often I'll find myself in the car. Mm. You know, you just, when you're driving and you want to talk to God. Yeah. You know, because he's listening. He doesn't matter really. I don't think where you are. Yeah. But he's listening. Um, when I go to church, it's definitely actually church was really hard for me in the beginning of this journey because I was so emotional. Mm. I couldn't find myself. I I didn't often. I would find myself at church just an emotional mess. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of tended to back off a little bit until I was ready to. I don't know if that makes any kind of sense at all. Oh, no. No, I understand because that's a very vulnerable place to be mm-hmm. and, and everyone um, processes that vulnerability mm-hmm. in different ways. Yeah. And so if that was a place where you weren't quite comfortable being that vulnerable, it, it would make sense to, to try to pull right. back a little bit right. and have that time on your own. Yeah. So it's just kind of been my personal journey to get to know God better again yeah. like I did before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's totally fine. There's no um, <laughs> there's no rule book on how your relationship with Jesus should look mm-hmm. because he created us all individually and uniquely and he knows he knows what you need. Mm-hmm. So there's there's no way that is right or wrong on on how you're going to communicate mm-hmm. with him. Right. So, right. Yeah. So a lot of the times we talk about how God speaks to us and what that looks like in our lives. Do you have times in your life where you feel like there is that nudge or that um, you knew that even from the beginning of um, this difficult situation that you were prompted to be able to share that? Um, What did that look like in your life when you felt like he was speaking to you that way? Well, I mean, I wasn't able to share for a while, um, and also just processing everything that had gone on. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I don't really know how exactly I was prompted. I mean, it would just like, I would have a feeling, you mm. know, it was just a, a voice inside of you letting yeah. you know, like this, you need to share, you, you should share 
It's okay to share. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you go through something bad, um, especially divorce, you, I mean, it's embarrassing kind of, you don't really want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially to people who you don't know. Um, but it's okay to share and let people know that Mm -hmm. even though this has happened, you know, trust in God. Yeah. This isn't where you were supposed to be. Right. Right. This is never where you were supposed to be. Right. Or maybe not ever. I don't know. You don't know where, you know, why God puts these people and, you know, puts a certain person into your life at a certain time. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, where was I going with that? <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about how God communicates with you and what that looks like. Right. Right. So, I mean, it's just basically like I get a feeling or I, I just, I just, you know, it's a thought. Mm-hmm. It's a, you mm-hmm. know, that mm-hmm. thought in your head and. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, okay, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, yeah, you don't want to share that, that embarrassing stuff. Or I don't know if it's actually embarrassing. I don't really know how to put it. It's just a very strange, hard situation to go through. Yeah. Um. Well, because that's not what you, you're, that's not how you wrote your story. No, no. I was very much, I very much loved um my husband mm-hmm. and None of it was my idea Mm -hmm. that last year in 2021, um, his dad died the first week in March. Then my grandma died the second week in March. And two weeks later after that, two weeks after my grandma passed, he asked me for a divorce. Mm -hmm. And there was just no changing Mm, what or coming back from. There was no, he didn't want to, there he didn't want to work on it. He didn't want to do counseling. He didn't want to go to church. It was just done. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was just, it was a lot. It was mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And that's a lot to process those events all by themselves. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to process. Just one of those events. Yeah. And yeah. then you take them and you stack them on top of each other and you almost feel like you're drowning in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. You and it, and it was and I mean and if you've seen my social media you know that it just kept coming last mm-hmm. year you know not only selling the house and living in my parents' basement which I'm so thankful you know for that that they let me stay there but then um, my old dog had been having seizures since the mm-hmm. November before and then he had a grand mal seizure and then I had to let him go oh, at the um, beginning of September yeah and then. Um, you know, then I, I moved and all of that into my new house. And then my, my little girl dog, Gypsy, jumped up to grab a Frisbee, came down oh. on the carpeting and broke her leg. So that was $5,000 surgery to oh, repair the poor little goodness. girl. And yeah. I spent, you know, all winter, because that was the end of November, middle of November, you know, nursing her and taking her outside on a leash. And, but it was like, is this bad stuff going to stop? It was, it just, it just didn't stop. It was, there was also really good things that happened last year too. I'm not, you know, but it's hard now. I am thankful for all the good things that happened. I know that God sent the good things to me. Yeah. Possibly to help me deal with all of that bad stuff that was going on. Yeah. It was just, I, I don't know. I look back now and I don't understand. I still don't know why all of that happened, mm-hmm. you know, in such a small amount of time. But mm-hmm. maybe it was just to make me stronger because I wasn't strong before. Mm-hmm. I wasn't strong and I, I didn't feel capable anymore. Yeah. So maybe that's, yeah. maybe, I don't know. 
But you were you were strong. I I was. You, know? you I were was. strong because you endured and through the strength in your relationship with God that He was able to give you that strength that you needed. Right. 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 Yeah, I was way stronger than I knew that I was. And God had, yeah. you know, he had my back. He always yeah. had me. Yeah. 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 That's a lot to process. And I I know I've gone through seasons like that in my own life. And you literally look back on it and it's terrible, but it also feels like a blur in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're just, you're just kind of going through the motions to make it through that day. Yeah. Because looking to tomorrow, uh uh-uh, it's not possible. No. And ultimately, that's what God calls us to do. Mm -hmm. Really, that's what scripture tells us is to focus on today and not worry about the things of tomorrow because that's bigger than us. God's got all that. Right, right. So Yeah, and it's it's so hard to go. You just, you can simply exist. Yeah. You know, and just make it to the next day. Yeah. But yeah. you have to take care of yourself that, you know, exactly mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just try to process. And I think that's one of the things that's super important, too, is just taking the time to process all of these things. Because mm-hmm. you had an entire, you know, a list, really, mm-hmm. of these things that were challenging one after the other. And it's so easy to just try to like jump over the hurdle and just move on to the next thing Mm -hmm. rather than actually like taking time to process what it is that you're walking through. Mm -hmm. Um, So what did that look like for you as you're going through all of these different things? Did you have a process where you were just trying to mentally work through it? Um, Obviously you're leaning on God and you're just drawing from his strength, but was there... So, for instance, if there's someone out there that's listening right now and they are walking through one of those seasons, was there something that you did that helped you get out, you know, kind of crawl out of that yeah, pit, you know, so to speak? Well, I mean, first of all, I did get, you know, I did seek counseling. Yes. So I did that and I'm still doing that. I took a break for a while, um, but I do go to counseling. Yeah, absolutely. I have a counselor. Um, yeah. I'm a huge... I'm supposed to say her name. She's been on your podcast. <laughs> I'm a huge advocate of, yeah. of counseling. Yeah, because I, there's yeah. this big stuff. No is, shame. Mm-mm. I think you need somebody to help you work through this. Yeah. I know. And the biggest thing is you got to give yourself some grace. I had yeah. a big period until, you know, I would say until March where I was working, but mostly I gave myself grace. If yeah. I needed to rest... I rested. If I needed to grieve, I grieved, you know, because you can't just pass over these things that happen because that's not going to help you in the long run. You have to process these, any type of grief, but yeah, you have to process. And yeah, I, I think it's very important to talk to somebody just to help move past these, these great big things. But you also, you know, like I said, give yourself grace, give yourself time to grieve and just be. Yeah. Just be. Yeah. Because if you don't process and if you don't work through those things, it's not like it's just going to sit there and just, you know, be that thing. It's going to show up at some point down the road mm-hmm. and it's going to probably look a little bit uglier than yeah. if yeah. you would have went through the the journey of processing.
So speaking of processing, um, obviously counseling is very, very critical on processing anything um, in life, but were there any other ways that that you kind of helped process this whole journey that you'd been on? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely leaned into prayer more than I had done in a long time. And it's kind of a strange thing when you get back into praying again, because mm. you, it's, I don't know that you forget how, um, but it's it kind of almost like you feel guilty for not doing it for so long, but then asking for help. But, it, you know, yeah. God is always there for you. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you are not there for a little while. He's still, yeah. he's still there. He yeah. knows that we're innately human. Yeah. And we're going to do the things that humans do. And we're forgiven yeah. for that. So, but yeah. I definitely leaned into prayer. I leaned into um, reading my Bible. Mm. I leaned into go, you know, when I, after I got over that first emotion, really emotional hurdle, I was able to go to church, mm. you know, and absorb what I needed, you know, I, you know, just go to church and absorb and be part of that. And, yeah. you know, get yeah. the sermon without just feeling emotionally overwhelmed by all of my grief. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. and I don't know if that was... It was a, it's a strange thing to go to church and just feel overwhelmed. I think we just talked about that by, you yeah. know, but I was able to, to focus and be part of that instead of just sitting there and crying. Yeah. So I was yeah. able to go forward from that point. Yeah. 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 And that's so important though, that you know what you can and can't do. And I don't think that there should ever be shame put on you for just saying, I needed to step back a Mm -hmm, little bit mm -hmm. because that was just part of the process of Mm -hmm. your journey of grief and healing. Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, I think it's really, I think it's really good that Mm -hmm. you took that time for yourself. Yeah. And I mean, another really important thing is, you know, if you have good friends to spend time with, that's, yeah, that's a great way to process and to Mm -hmm. help you give you good insight on things that you're going through and things, you know, in your family, yeah. that kind of thing too. So that they were a huge mm. part of all of that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure as, as hard as it was for your parents to see you walking through this, I know that that must've given them a real sense of peace knowing that you were there and you were processing so close to them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that that was a real gift. I mean, nobody wants to say they live in their parents' basement, but <laughs> you know what I mean? With their three dogs. You know? <laughs> but on the flip side, like what better place to be? Right. Like I felt you know? like a, I was looking forward to it very much because it felt like I was moving out of the big empty house by myself mm. and into a place of comfort. Yeah. You know, where I was yeah. safe. It yeah. was like a safe environment for me yeah. because it was kind of scary not necessarily like I was scared of anything but it was so weird being in that house by myself it wasn't our home anymore it was just a house and I was so ready to get out of there by the time it was time to go because I was there for four months oh wow yeah three four months by myself so yeah yeah. that's a long time really to just be in a space that holds so many memories it was a really strange transition period it was just yeah it, it was really weird to be yeah. there by myself. Yeah. yeah. And I just wanted, I was ready to go. It, mm-hmm. it was like you were just ready to do the next thing because you were, you were stuck there almost, you know, mm. that's how I felt stuck there. And yeah. <clears throat> so it was, it was nice to, okay, I don't know where I'm going, but my stuff is in storage and I'm going to stay at mom and dad's and we're going to figure this out. So it was good to, you know, yeah, yeah. go from that point. Yeah. And now you have this wonderful new home that mm-hmm. you're just making your own. Mm-hmm. And what does that feel like after this process of 
you know, uh, marriage and kids and the life that, that was built. And now you're in a, a new space and a new home. And I'm sure you're finding a lot of beauty in that transition as well. What does that look like for you? Um, it's, well, honestly, it's really nice. I don't have to ask anybody how I want to decorate. If I want to put flowers in every single room, then I'm going to. I say, I say, do it, do it more, the better. (laughs) Um, you know, it is very nice to have my space. I've been, I was, you know, with my husband and kids so surrounded Mm -hmm. for years, Mm -hmm. um, husband, kids. And so, it's, but it's a very strange thing too, you know, it's mm-hmm. nice. It, I don't hate the solitude mm-hmm. because I'm kind of a private solitary person mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very strange for me to talk <laughs> but like I said, I was led, you know, like we were supposed to talk. Yeah. Um, but it's a strange place in life. Like I don't, I'm, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm an empty nester, but mm-hmm. I don't have that other person that I was supposed to be empty nesting with. So there's still some like things I'm working through about, you know, this isn't how it was supposed to be, but also this is my safe place. This is my haven. This is where everything is going to be okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like just a, like a little warm hug Mm -hmm. and that's, and I want it to feel like that. And like, it's how it feels. It just feels warm and comfortable and there's so much light. I have these big, huge windows in the back of the house. So Mm. I have like a, a stupid amount of house plants. <laughs> I'm the official crazy plant plant lady. Um, but you know, it's, it's that light is just like, Oh, I, I need that light, you know? Yeah. 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 That's so important. And it parallels so much with just the physical light that's coming into your windows, but mm-hmm. look what other light that you've brought into your life. Right, exactly. Your, just growing in your strength that you Mm -hmm. found in Jesus again. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 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 It's an amazing, it's an amazing thing. It's not what you planned. It's not what I planned, but it's like, I'm, I'm humbled. I'm in awe over the things that are happening Mm -hmm. the way they are supposed to happen. If that makes any sense, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's weird to think that, you know, it's just the whole beauty from ashes thing. It I is. Guess. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So I lost it all and it wasn't my plan. And I was, it, it was a blind side. I had no idea any of it was coming. Mm. I mean, it wasn't perfect by any means. Um, but now it's just like, okay, I have God mm. and, and I have a, a, a circle of friends and family and all these people support me. And it just, yeah. It feels really good to be walking forward into, well, I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But that's the beauty <laughs> that right. you don't have to I don't know have to because know. Because God does. Yeah. He knows and I trust yeah. him. And so, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I always like to ask my guests, um, what do you know about God now since you've gone through this experience of just the last couple of years in these, this real valley that you have had to walk through. Um, what do you know about God now that you didn't know before you walked through all of this? I, I mean, I guess it goes back to the trusting God thing. I didn't really know how to, wh- what I know about God now is that I can trust him, mm. you know, because I've, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Like I always, I've, I'm a kind of a control freak, which is not... <laughs> 
not the best thing, but I always want to have everything laid out. I want to know what's happening, you know, in order, make a plan, you know, do the things. But now I know like, well, it's not my plan. Yeah. You know, I can make a plan, but God might say, no, I'm not. No, that's not what you're doing. So, and that's what I know that I'm just going to trust him and I'm going to let what is supposed to happen, happen. Yeah. 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 And that's really beautiful in so many ways because I think a lot of people don't get to a place where they can fully trust mm-hmm. and they can fully see that he is good and that he is faithful and mm-hmm. you've been able to walk through this journey and see it firsthand. Right. So as as difficult as the time has been in a lot of ways, you've really been given a gift as well, just in your relationship with him. Right. And and it is a gift. It, yeah. it is a gift because yeah. it's something, it's a relationship that I didn't fully have. I didn't, you know, as yeah. I should have a yeah. few years ago. And now it's so much better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so much better. There's so much peace in that. Mm. There's so much peace in knowing that God loves you and that he yeah. has you and you're going to continually mess up. You're a human. Yep. You know? <laughs> But it's okay. Yeah, it is. It's okay. It is. And so we just keep moving forward and he's he's got us. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk talk about that maybe you wanted to share? I feel like we've we've kind of covered so many things. <laughs> I think I think we really have. No, I just want to assure people, you know, if you're going through a hard time, it's 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 go it's gonna be okay. You know? Wow. Just keep your eye forward and Talk to God and pray and know that this is hard. This is, you know, there's things you can go through that you you just don't even know if your heart can possibly take mm. another thing. Yeah. And then another thing happens. And you can't reason why those things happen. Right. You know. Right. But you just, you just have to keep going because you know there there is better coming. Yeah. There's better coming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you are you're proof of that. Yes. There is that that ray of sun is is coming down, you know? Yeah. It's there. What a gift to have a ton of windows in your new home <laughs> where the light can shine in. Yes, that, I love it. It is good for the soul. It is good for the soul. It is good for the soul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Laura, thank you so much for just taking the time and sharing and just coming out of your comfort zone a little mm-hmm. bit and just sharing your journey. I just pray blessings on you, on your relationship with Jesus. And I pray a special blessing on this furniture business of yours because I just know he has given you a real gift. And thank you, selfishly, thank you for sharing it with me (laughs) because I I love my pieces. (laughs) Well, and you've been a joy to work with your, you're, you're the, like, you're like the, the client that everybody wants. Well, what, what would you like done on this? Well, you're just go ahead. What do you think it needs? Okay, yeah. sure. Let me do, you know, because it's, yeah. you just make it so Aww. easy. And so it's a joy because, yeah. you know, you let me do my creative thing and we can bounce ideas off of each other, but it always comes out, you know, really good. So it does. It yeah. comes out perfectly. Yep. So, yep. Well, thank you. Thanks again for being here. Yeah. I really, really appreciate I it. I thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh-huh.